Good morning, everyone. Today is October 8th, and it is oh, almost 9 in the morning. I'm running a little later today. I did get up and run this morning, so that was part of it. <coughs> I also stayed up a bit later last night because I was reading through the arrows of the heart and checking for typos, and I sent those to Assistant Kareen to pass on to the formatter. Uh, Fairly late last night, not hugely late, but 11, which is later for me than usual, and so I ended up sleeping until 7, because I am an 8 hours a night kind of gal. So I ended up doing the garage sale over the weekend, that's why I didn't podcast on Friday. I just went ahead and devoted myself to cleaning out the garage and getting everything set up. And so, got everything mostly set up. Um, Not priced, but everything kind of pulled out and piled up. And then David and I got up at 6 on Saturday morning, and it took us a couple hours to price everything and lay it out. And then I went and set out the signs for sip. Excellent. Excellent. It's chilly outside, but I'm going to try going and sitting on the east side of the house where it's a little bit warmer with the sun coming up and all. Everything here is about solar. But we're, um, it's definitely chilly. It might freeze on Tuesday, which means I'll have to bring in the patio plants, and that feels earlier than usual. I turned on the radiant heat yesterday and mark that on my calendar I'm, I think that's early and my f- friend Kelly Robson who typically lives in Toronto uh, went to Calgary the last few days to visit her brother for Canadian Thanksgiving oh yeah I mentioned that before because I talked about that Canadians have strange ideas about when Thanksgiving should be I enjoy teasing my Canadian friends Oh, it's not too bad out here. Kind of misty. Isabel is sitting in the driveway. I'll see if I can get a picture of that for you all. She's Oh, she's turning into a prowler cat. Yeah, that's a good picture for today's podcast. You have to pick her out. It's a little bit in silhouette, but you can see the cloudiness of the... Or not cloudiness, but the fog rising up and out. <coughs> So, now what was I saying? Oh, yes, Calgary, Canadian Thanksgiving. And she said it was already winter for them in Calgary, that their winter has started very early. And this feels like our winter is starting early. (coughs) So that will be interesting to see. I have one of those um, white fantasy pumpkins, I think they call them, or white fairy tale pumpkins, sitting on this little table. Uh, I should take a picture of that, too. I'm just taking pictures of everything this morning, along with most favored Starbucks cup. Actually, that's a better picture than the one with Isabel. We'll probably go with that. So anyway, there's um, condensation on the fairy tale pumpkin, which reminds me of David's expression, having grown up in a small town in Wyoming, he will sometimes when it's chilly out, say that there was frost on the pumpkin, which is, I suppose, 
can be literally true. So the garage sale went well. We got rid of lots of stuff, which was the primary goal. And then we also made some money, which was the secondary goal, um, or maybe even tertiary. I don't know. Get rid of stuff relieve the onus of feeling like I needed to get rid of all that stuff and then also make some money. Um, and some of our neighbors came by, so we chatted with them. It was funny because once have neighbors, ones that we only ever talked to at like neighborhood gatherings, um, stopped in and sort of reintroduced themselves, you know, and, and the gal said, um, she said, now tell me your name again. She said, I'm afraid I've forgotten it. And I said, my name is Jeffy. And she said, oh, right, Jeffrey, that's right. And I want to say, no, <laughs> but I, I don't. And, you know, for those of you who, who haven't met me, that is how my name is pronounced. It's Jeffy. Uh, and it's amazing to me how many people will ask how to pronounce my name or ask what it is. And I will say Jeffy, and then they will say, oh, Jeff. And then they'll start calling me Jeff or Jeffrey. And <laughs> and it, it's an interesting exercise um, in people not paying attention, partly, um, and also people going to the familiar. People don't like names that they're not familiar with. I think that's one of the problems with... I don't know if this is a universal thing. It's certainly an American thing. And I wonder if it's like one of the things about uh, why we tend to be phobic about people from foreign countries. Because you, you'll hear people make those comments, right? They'll say things like, you know, make fun of people's names that they think are funny names. You know, they they want those very familiar names. You know, so I thought it was very funny that she went to the Jeffrey you know, and it and it goes back to some of this idea about names having power. People want to, sometimes people insist on knowing what my real name is. Uh, they'll want to know, is Jeffy my real name? And I say, well, it is my real name. It's my name that I've been called my entire life, but it is short for Jennifer. It's a nickname uh, that my dad made up when I was a baby. And there will invariably be a few people who will then insist upon calling me Jennifer, even though I'll tell them, you know, if you call me Jennifer, I'm not going to hear you because nobody calls me Jennifer. You know, it's the, the IRS and telemarketers, <laughs> very easy ways to know who they are. Um, and, but every once in a while, I'll hit someone who will be like, you know, like my graduate thesis advisor insisted on calling me Jennifer, which I now recognize as being kind of, um, kind of like a male controlling behavior, right? He told, he said that Jeffy sounded too much like Buffy and therefore he was calling me Jennifer. You know, and it's like, what? Well, looking back on it, and of course I was 21 years old, you know, it's like, well, what the hell right did he have to decide what my name was going to be. I decide what my name is going to be. And I wonder if he would have done it to a male grad student. You know, I, I, I somehow I don't quite see that dynamic. Maybe I'm wrong. You guys out there, you could weigh in and tell me, you know, like if an older man has told you that, oh no, uh, Jim is way too juvenile and I'm going to call you James. Maybe they do that. 
it's still a controlling thing. Um, what a person's name is is an important part of their identity. And it's also how we choose to present ourselves to the world. I have a friend who uses a, a pseudonym for her writing. It's Minerva Spencer. I've mentioned her before. And I actually helped her come up with that name. Spencer is me. I, I wanted her to have a different first name, but she chose Minerva, and I can, couldn't stop her. <laughs> but it is a, a good um, good name for writing historical romance. But yes, Spencer is mine. And she did an interview with a newspaper reporter who was doggedly determined to find out what her real name was. You know, kept asking her and asking her, and finally she told him what her real name was, and but asked that he not put it in the article. And he did. It was like the last line of the article. It was like, her real name is. And it was like presented triumphantly as if he was some sort of brilliant investigative reporter, which, spoiler alert, this guy was not brilliant because he interviewed me for the same article and he got all kinds of stuff wrong. And I suppose that's neither here nor there. But uh, she was like, oh, I shouldn't have told him. And I was like, no, you shouldn't have because, you know, dorks like that, you can't trust him. Um, and ultimately it didn't matter because in her case, her pseudonym is because her actual name is outrageous. <laughs> and that was the main reason she felt like she should take a pseudonym. And sometimes it works that way. Um, and no, I'm not going to tell you what her actual name is. But, uh, you know, I think about my first agent who has now gone through several last names. But when I first signed with her, her name was... Pem von Hlikma Vlieg because she was married to a Dutchman. And I had asked her how to pronounce her name so that I would get it right. And she had, um, you know, and, and somebody else who was there was kind of riffing about it being a difficult name. And, and they were laughing and they said, oh, but you know, it's so much better than her actual name, than her maiden name. And I was like, really? <laughs> what could possibly be worse than von Hlikmavlieg? <laughs> and it turned out that her maiden name was Pamela Anderson. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's sometimes the, it's overly familiar or the outrageousness of the name that uh, makes a difference. And in the case of Minerva Spencer's name, her her actual name, her actual first name, and then her married name combined just seemed way too over the top and um, and hard for readers to remember. And we talked about this extensively because you you want a name that readers will at least be able to remember your last name so that they can tell other people. And that they're like, you know, and they might say, oh, have you read Dangerous? It's this new, or they might even not remember the title because that often happens. They're like, oh, I read the best historical romance and it's by this author, um, something Spencer. Well, that's all you need, right? You can go look up Spencer. And it also has to do with uh, placement on the bookshelves. Uh, but if you have a difficult-to-pronounce last name, you know, like Von Hlikmavlieg worked okay for an agent, although now she's um, trying to think of what her... She's gone through two others. She got divorced, and she took one name. I think she she was Pam Howell for a while. 
She might be Pam Howell now. But, you know, with being an agent, it doesn't matter so much. People will find you. Being an author, you know, really your your name is a profound part of your brand. <clears throat> you know, and people ask a whole lot about, you know, should I take a pseudonym? What are the reasons to do it? And what are the reasons not to? Uh, I w- answered some interview questions the other day uh, where somebody asked uh, why I thought romance authors in particular tend to take pseudonyms. And, you know, I don't know for sure. I mean, I know in Minerva Spencer's case why hers was, um, because her actual name is outrageous and not easy to remember. Uh, For me, I mean, Jeffy Kennedy is my name, despite the people who want to uh, bastardize it in some way or another. Um, but I'm I'm a person who's very happy to own what I write. And not everybody is, um, especially if you write romance. If you're a woman writing romance, you get a lot of grief for it. Um, and I know a number of women who write uh, romance under pseudonyms because they feel like it would diminish their professional respectability if somebody knew. Um, or they say things, you know, like that their neighbors, <laughs> their neighbors at parties will make, um, you know, waggle-eyed remarks about it. Uh, I suspect that you're not going to find so many pseudonyms in other genres that get more respect. Uh, and there you are. That's just, um, you know, people tend to have that giggly, ashamed reaction to romance and, and sexuality. And it's it's unfortunate, I think. So anyway, that was my whole riff on names and so forth. Uh, even if you write by your own name, your neighbors won't remember what it is. So <laughs> I'm still rolling my eyes at her going, oh, yes, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, that's right. No, no, you had, (laughs) you know, here we are having a one-on-one conversation and you could have listened, but no. So anyway, yesterday I ended up just sort of vegging. Um, As I mentioned, I turned the heat on. Yesterday was very stormy and definitely feeling cool. And I was feeling like it was either garage sale exhaustion, which is entirely possible, maybe even stirring up dust and stuff from the garage, but I was feeling like a little swollen gland and tired, so I just spent the day reading The Arrows of the Heart and noting typos. I got those sent off to Corrine last night. Hi, Isabella. She's prowling past. She's going to see what this is over here. She's our guard cat. She checks out all changes on the property, notifies us of them, does her rounds. Sometimes people ask me, I was about where I get inspiration for animals and shapeshifters and stuff, and a whole lot of it comes from my relationship with our cats. I like animals. I've worked with, with animals a lot in my life, so I know a fair amount about them. I was noticing how many of Zier's characteristics are similar to Jackson's, which I'm sure would please many of you to hear. They have a certain 
mischievousness and charm in common. Speaking of, let's go walk around the corner and see if Jackson is behaving himself. He's over on the south side of the house here, hunting for birds, theoretically. Yep. <coughs> for the record, I do try to prevent him from hunting for birds. I take them away from him. And if he catches them, most of the time I'm successful. But much as I hate it when they catch birds, you know, that is part of the feline nature. I knew a guy in graduate school who worked with birds, and he taught me to go bird watching. We went bird watching together a few times, and that was fun. For me, it was mostly because I wanted to date him. I think he was mostly interested in showing me how to go bird watching. <laughs> he was a very cute guy, but he did not like cats, which at the time, uh, even then I was fairly aware that would be a deal breaker for me. He did not like cats and because cats kill birds. That was his entire reason for not liking cats. And it was like, really, you would give up your the entire possibility of a rich and rewarding relationship with your cats who are there on a daily basis because of the birds flying around. I mean, I like birds. I enjoy having the birds around. But, you know, if your cat's not killing endangered species, you know, some of that's just cycle of life, right? Is that callous of me? I, mean, I don't know. It's uh, <clears throat> Maybe I've been reading too much of Zero, but, you know, it's like, well... Eat or be eaten is, is the way of the world. And if you have an opportunity to be gener generous about uh, not eating, then go right ahead. But otherwise, you know, you'd rather not be eaten, right? If you have your druthers. So the nice thing about saying on this side of the house is I can see the people walking past a couple with a pretty dog, like a schnauzer type dog. They didn't look over at me though. I'm talking more quietly because sound really carries out to the road from here. So I was trying not to be obnoxious. And my weird being not being overheard thing. <laughs> which I really don't understand that. Maybe someone can explain that to me, what my not wanting to be overheard talking to you all means. I don't care what the neighbors think, right? <laughs> neighbors think I'm named Jeffrey. So anyway, um, today I'll get the rose all uploaded and we'll send out the newsletter to notify everyone when the links are live. Uh I think my website designer has gone silent, so I don't know if, I don't think we'll have it ready for sale on the website, which is aggravating, but what can you do? I'm I'm not going to delay the release for that. I don't feel like that's fair to you guys. And so uh, we'll go ahead and get it out, and it's exciting. Um, we'll notify you as soon as the links are live via newsletter, and then I will post later to social media and then let's have a party there's gonna be some fun guest blogs this week uh 
Lexi Chantal at uh, Reading Between the Wines is putting together a quiz on what kind of Tala are you. So I think that'll be amusing. Uh, enjoy doing that. I, I kind of want to take it. <laughs> Find out what kind of Tala I am. Actually, I know who I probably am. But let's see if the quiz is accurate. <laughs> All right. All of you have a wonderful week. Uh, if you want to help me out, uh, review the Arrows of the Heart. Uh, many of you already have, and I thank you. That's like one of the best things you can do. Review it and then talk about it, talk it up. Uh, tell your friends to read it. I, I greatly appreciate that. I know that kind of gets annoying. Don't do it if you don't like it. Don't do it if it makes you unhappy. But if, you, if you're a person who likes talking up books, then talk away. I appreciate it. Um, hope you all have a lovely Monday. I hope it goes swimmingly and sets the tone for a fantastic week. Talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.